How is it going, Bears fans? Welcome back to another episode of the Bear Down Podcast, where we talk everything Bears every day of the week. Today, we are moving up our Fan Mail Friday to Wednesday as we take a look at your guys' questions prior to the Bears' Thursday night football showdown with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I am your host, Chris Malpe, and today, to break down some of these questions and give you guys what hopefully are some accurate answers, I am joined with my co-host, Jalen McClinton. Uh, Just to give you guys a little update on Parth, you guys probably won't be seeing or hearing from him soon. Uh, He has been put in self-isolation at uh, Indiana, so we're hoping he doesn't have COVID. Uh, He's been moved out of his dorm, so obviously he doesn't have his microphone. Uh, So do us a favor, put some good thoughts for him in the comments. Uh, Obviously hoping he is okay, but uh, Jalen, how's it going, man? Oh, my mic was muted. Jesus, Lord. Uh, I'm doing good, you know, uh, praying for Parfum, obviously. That, that's been on my mind a little bit. But uh, just going to ask you some football questions relating to the Bears uh, game day tomorrow. So, uh, you know. Yeah, let's hop into it. Uh, you know, we're probably going to have Zach Rimbos in on these episodes. Probably also going to try and incorporate some writers from our website into some of these. So it's going to be a little bit different, but hopefully Parth is okay. Once again, leave some uh, some positive comments for him down in the in the, in the comments because uh, I'm sure he'll be watching the videos and I'm sure he would appreciate your guys' thoughts as well. First question for today comes from at Jaze underscore Brooks 120. He asks, do you guys expect that the Bears will get Cole Komet more involved down the road? You know, that's a good question because uh, in week four against the Colts, we saw Komet only play 15 of 62 offensive snaps. I absolutely expect that he'll get more involved. Um I remember a couple weeks ago uh, after the week one game where Darnell Mooney had three receptions for 38 yards against the Detroit Lions, Nagy said that he was going to get Mooney more involved, and he's done a good job with that. Uh, and after this week, you know, uh, a, a lot of questions did come out about Komet because obviously he was the first overall pick that the Bears had in the second round. Uh, he said that he is going to try and get Komet more involved, so I do believe that Komet will be more involved moving forward. Uh, so it should be interesting to see if we can get him some more action, and I surely hope that he gets some more action. We've seen him be a pretty good run blocker so far, but not really get involved in the pass game when he has had opportunities. So, Jalen, I want to pass it to you now. Uh, do you think the Bears will get Cole Komet more involved in Week 5? We need to. Um, I feel like we've been relying on Demetrius Harris a little bit too much. Uh, you know, I was like, this, this is the back-to-back game that we've relied on Demetrius Harris to go get a catch, and he just was too slow to go to go get it. Uh, we drafted Cole Command in the second round for a reason. Um, you know, Jimmy Graham has has been a great tight end for us. He's leading our team in touchdowns. Uh, so you know, there's not, there's, I can be, I can't be mad at you know the a tight end being ahead of him, but Cole Komet de- definitely needs to get some reps. He only had one catch so far in the year, and now it's in the second game of the season, and he's barely played any snaps. Um, other than like basically run plays, so we definitely need to get Cole involved in this offense. I know tight ends don't really produce in their first season, but for it to be week five and you know your first your first draft pick that you took um, only has one catch on the season, it, um, he needs to improve. Yeah. Next question is is a very interesting one actually. It comes from Kellen underscore Tracy. He asks, "Is Eddie Pinero on the hot seat as Chicago looks for more kickers?" I got to be honest with you. I, I do think Eddie Pinero's on the hot seat. Uh, it, it's been real mysterious with his groin injury and what's going on with him. 
you know, we obviously thought we were going to see him by week four. And Brad Biggs of the Chicago Tribune said a couple days ago, we have no clue when Pinheiro is going to return. Uh, Cairo Santos hasn't been anything incredible, but the Bears did bring in Kai Forbath uh, recently, who was 11 for 11 last year. Uh, he would probably still be the kicker of the Dallas Cowboys if it weren't for Greg Zwerlin. Zwerlin, I don't know. Uh, uh, obviously becoming a free agent and that him having familiarity with the special teams coordinators in Dallas. Uh, so if the Bears bring in Forbath, which I would hope that they would, uh, I'm not sure how that workout went with him. Uh, I, I think Pinheiro could be on the hot seat. You know, it, it's really interesting um, to see his downfall thus far. Uh, in I really like Eddie a lot, but it seems like he just can't get over this weird lingering injury. So I would say he is on the hot seat. If, if Forbath can come in and kick well, uh, we'll see what happens with uh, with his situation. Uh, yeah, I, I overall would say that Pinheiro probably is on the hot seat if someone else can step up. Uh, and it's it's worth noting that that Santos has only only missed two kicks thus far. It's been a little bit annoying because he's only kicked six times. But uh, yeah, we'll have to see moving forward. So Jalen, I want to pass it to you. Do you think that Eddie Pinheiro, someone who we haven't seen so far this season, hasn't kicked yet at all in 2020, could possibly on a, be on the hot seat moving forward? Uh, for right now, I'm gonna say no, just because uh, Santos hasn't really made a case for himself to, to, to take over his Eddie spot right now. But, um, you know, like right now, and until he comes back and if he's not kicking good when he, when, whenever he comes back, um, I'm going to say it's not on the hot seat, but you know, kicker, you know, Matt, Matt Aggie has said this before. He, he wants the best kicker on his team. We lost a playoff game based off our kicker. And if Eddie doesn't come back performing, um, well, then, you know, he, he might lose his job. Yeah. Uh, I gotta go ahead and agree with you there. Uh, obviously the bears, have had some kicking issues forever. Obviously, we know what happened with Parkey, Connor Barth. Uh, it seems like ever since Robbie Gold has left, that situation hasn't been stable whatsoever. But we'll see if the Bears look to replace Pinero next year. But I want to see him kick this year before I also uh, affirmatively say he's on the hot seat. So, uh, Parth, <laughs> Jalen, this next question comes from Gabriel, Gabriel underscore Estrella 25. He asks, Guys, what do you think the quarterback room will look like next year? Well, that is an interesting question. Uh, you know, Ian Rappaport of NFL Network did report uh, on Sunday that the Bears do not plan to bring back Mitchell Trubisky after the 2020 season and that he won't see another opportunity for the Bears as long as Nick Foles is healthy. Uh, so Nagy's really going down uh, the rabbit hole with Foles uh, from what it seems and is going to live and die on that hill. Uh, which should be very interesting to see. But you know what? This question, we haven't really gotten into our 2020 draft coverage just yet, but two guys that stand out to me so far watching college football this season, if the Bears, obviously I would assume, look to draft someone in the first two rounds, are Kyle Trask as well as Trey Lance, uh, both guys who have been absolutely killing it. Lance only played one game, already uh, declared for the NFL draft. Uh, also Trask is someone interesting out of Florida who's played well, who I assume would also come out of the draft and be a later first round pick, which could be right there in the bears, a sweet spot. So those are any interesting options for me. And then if I had to give two options uh, of guys who are already in the league that the bears could bring in that are young and definitely still have potential. I mean, how can you not look at guys like Sam Darnold and Dwayne Haskins? Somehow Dwayne Haskins has been demoted from first to third quarterback in Washington. It seems like they're already giving up on him. Kyle Allen and Alex Smith already promoted over him. And then Darnold, uh, we'll see what happens with him. It seems like the Jets could be up there. 
lined up for the first overall pick. And I think Darnold would kill it in Nagy's system, if I'm being honest personally. Um, there's going to be people that don't like Darnold, and there's going to be people that do like Darnold. But personally, I'm a fan of his. And also, Dwayne Haskins' situation is is interesting as well. I think he could also still be successful in this league. Uh, you know, if I had to group guys that are already in the league that I think haven't had fair shots whatsoever that still have potential, I would probably say Dwayne Haskins is one of them. Sam Darnold's one of them. Uh, also, Josh Rosen is one of them. So those are interesting. Uh, and then in the draft, I like uh, Trask and Lance. So, and obviously, uh, Justin Fields and, and Trevor Lawrence are also some great options as well. I could see maybe the Bears trading up for someone like uh, a, a Justin Fields, but we'll see how it plays out. Uh, that That's a question that we're going to answer in the future, but it should be a fun offseason covering whatever the Bears do at quarterback because I think uh, everyone agrees that they're going to have to bring in someone young and try and breed for this future. So, Jalen, I'm going to pass it to you now. What do you think the Bears' quarterback room looks like next year, assuming that Trubisky is gone and Foles is the only one left? Oh, my God. I definitely feel like we should draft a quarterback um, in the first two rounds, uh, preferably the first round for me. Uh, ever since we, we started Nick Foles, you know, I've came to a realization that Mitchell Trubisky is not going to be here after this year. I have to get over that. And so I'm just ready to move on. You know, the quarterback position is is, is – the most important position on the field, especially for offense. So, um, and if you're not producing well, then you're not going to play. So, um, I, I could look at an option like Kyle Trask or uh, or Trey Lance. I don't think he's going to be there. Um, you know, I, like I think he's probably going to go top fifteen. You know, I think we're probably going to be in the high twenties. I could see the Bears early twenties. Yeah, early twenties, maybe even hopefully late thirties. I mean, early thirties. But uh, yeah, I, I, I've seen options like him. Um, Sam Darnold has uh, has intrigued me, um, especially because the Jets are probably the worst team in the NFL, and they might get the number one overall pick with a new coach. And Trevor Lawrence is just generational talent. You can't pass up on him, no matter if you you think you have a quarterback or not. Um, and the Dwayne Haskins situation is kind of weird to me too. Like they they literally just drafted him last year in the first round, and he's already benched behind Kyle Allen, who just got traded, uh, and then Alex Smith, of course. So, um, I, I wouldn't trade for Dwayne Haskins. That's just my opinion. But Sam Darnold or drafting a Trey Lance or a Kyle Trask or any quarterback that has a good season this year, um, you know, I, I'll definitely think Pace is gonna Pace and Nagy is gonna look into that. Yeah, and we'll see if Pace and Nagy are still here in Chicago. Uh, Benjamin Albright, someone who's been all over the NFL for quite some time and has been spot on with all of his predictions, uh, said that the head coaching gig in Chicago could be open. So that's uh, an interesting one as well. The Bears are going to have to turn around the ship uh, if Pace and Nagy don't want to be on the hot seat after this offseason. But Jalen, before we move on from this question, I want to ask you two things. If you're drafting someone, who ideally do you want? And then if you're trading for someone, uh, who do you who would you who would you rather choose between Darnold and Haskins? So when you ask me ideally, is it realistic options or no? Uh, just pretend that everything's on the table and that the Bears would do whatever whatever it takes to get anyone. Okay, so I really want Trevor Lawrence. Like I've been watching Trevor Lawrence since like QB one back when he was like a junior in high school. But I doubt the Bears trade trade up that far. Uh, no matter where we're at. So realistically, I, I'm I really want Trey Lance. Um, you know. He, he's a good quarterback, in my opinion. He only played one game, and that that game might affect his draft stock. But if you look back at his season last year, uh, he played extremely well. And in trading for, like I said, Sam Darnold, um, 
Sam Darnold is a is a great quarterback. He hasn't really played well in 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 uh, New York because he hasn't really had talent around him. He hasn't had a, uh, a number one receiver. Uh, Le'Veon Bell has you know is a is a great running back, but he's been hurt since he's been in New York. So I feel like if we bring him, if we bring if we bring in Sam Darnold around you know all this offensive talent, that uh, he could definitely excel in it. So uh, th- those would be my my two ideal quarterbacks. Yeah, I'm gonna have to go ahead and agree with you on a pin. Uh, I I do think it would be interesting to see Haskins in Chicago because I think uh, with the Washington football team he would have uh, he has a similar situation to to uh, Darnold, whereas it seems like no one believes in him. I mean, he's been there for a year and a quarter, and he's already been benched. Uh, and Ron Revere is a tough coach, but I feel like you got to give a guy like that a little bit more of an opportunity. Uh, and he's shown some flashes for sure, as has Darnold. So either of those guys would be interesting, but Lance would probably be my guy out of the draft as well. So there was some good QB talk, but let's get in back into the week five talk. This next question comes from Avi underscore Kalman. He asks, do you guys think Jalen Johnson gets his first career interception this weekend? Sounds kind of likely. You know what? Uh, I, I think he does, uh, and, and that might be a bold take. Obviously, going up against Tom Brady, uh, someone who Jalen Johnson came out yesterday and said that he considers the GOAT. But I think Jalen Johnson is ready for the opportunity, and I, I think he's going to excel uh, against the Bucs. Uh, obviously, they are missing Chris Godwin, their wide receiver, too, who he normally would cover. Uh, Mike Evans and Scotty Miller, if they both play, which it seems like they will, Um you know, I think they're both going to be hobbled, and it's not like uh, Jalen Johnson's going to be on either of them because uh, obviously he's not a slot corner, and then Fuller's going to be on Evans if he plays. So, and also uh, they're missing; they're going to be missing their wide receiver four in Justin Watson, who would have been lining up at wide receiver two. So, I'm not even too sure who uh, Johnson's going to be defending in this game. If I'm being completely honest with you, I don't know that far down the Buccaneers' depth chart. Look, uh, these Buccaneer wide receivers are hobbled. Uh, if their wide receiver one and three play, they are going to be hobbled. And I think there's going to be an opportunity for the Bears' secondary to be able to jump some balls. Tom Brady's thrown four pick sixes in his last six games. So I'm going to say yes. I think Jalen Johnson does get his first interception. Uh, it's a bold prediction, but uh, that would be quite the statement in prime time on Thursday Night Football that I think would assert Jalen Johnson in the conversation if he isn't already in it for defensive rookie of the year. So Jalen, I want to pass it to you. Uh, do you think your friend on the team, Jalen Johnson, uh, finds a way to pick off Tom Brady on Thursday night? Uh, I'm going to say yes. I feel like Jalen, well, not I feel like he definitely should have had a pick um, against the Lions on the, on that play with Marvin Jones, yeah, with Marvin Jones, where they kind of both had the ball and then Marvin Jones punched the ball out of Jalen Johnson's hands. Um, and yeah, like, like you said, we don't know who he's really going to go up against. Uh, like you said, Watson is out. Godwin is out. Of course, who's their number, who's their wide receiver too. Who's a great wide receiver too at that. So who knows who we'll be going up against. Um, I, I'm not, I'm not, I don't want to be confident or cocky in, in Jalen Johnson's ability because I'm not him and I don't, you know, know what he thinks on a day-to-day basis. But Tom Brady has not been a stranger of throwing interceptions this season. He's thrown four, um, in the first four games. So uh, I'm, I'm gonna say yes. That's, that's that might be a bold take, but uh, yeah, I, I definitely can. Because it, it, it's gonna come sooner or later. Like he's he's been targeted a lot. He's playing well as he's been targeted, uh, having seven pass deflections, which is seventh. I mean, not seven, second in the NFL. Uh, so I definitely, I definitely feel like he can get a pick on, on Tom Brady here. Yeah, uh, let's head over to Trubi- uh, I keep saying Trubisky Nation for Parth's page, but it's the Bears IG. Parth obviously isn't here, but he did take some questions for us as well. So we're going to hop into some of the questions over from his forum. 
Uh, this next question is from Jeff Stew fifty four. He asks, "Hey, there, it's it's going to be Brady versus uh, Foles two Do you think we see the Bears run a Philly special uh, with Foles in this game? Uh, that would be quite interesting. You know, if uh, if I ever wanted someone throwing the ball that isn't a quarterback in Chicago, uh, it obviously probably would have been Trey Burton in the past, but this year uh, it probably would have been." Tariq Cohen, who's out. So I doubt we see it. It would be such a cool tribute if Nagy did that. And Nagy's been someone who's honored history in the past. I remember uh, his first play with the Bears against the Packers on Sunday Night Football. He ran T formation. So I'm honestly going to say I doubt it. But Jalen, how cool would that be if they ran a Philly special? That would be pretty cool. Um, if, I, I feel like definitely feel like if Tariq was here, he probably would have been the one uh, throwing that. But um, I, I just I didn't realize this, but um, I remember going back to that play where the the offensive coordinator who called the play was like he got it from the Bears. Dow Loggins, uh, I, I don't want to think about him. He's a terrible coordinator. <laughs> for us. But uh, that was that was I think that was like week seventeen of of the twenty sixteen year when we went three and thirteen and uh, Matt Barkley. Well, Cameron Meredith threw that touchdown to Matt Barkley. That's where the uh, Eagles offensive coordinator got that play from. So, um, I definitely would love to see that. You know, give Tom Brady. Uh, you know, some 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 bad Flashback, memories, of, yeah. yeah, of losing losing the Super Bowl, but uh, I I doubt we see it. It's just it's really no point. Yeah, we've got two or three more questions to go, and this is probably the most important one yet that we're gonna have to answer. This one comes from your boy Vince. He asks, or excuse me, no, this one comes from Laflame underscore X twenty three. He asks, do you guys think Foles plays better in this game? Uh, I definitely think he does. Uh, you know, I think that Indianapolis defense was legit, and a lot of people are putting a lot of blame on Foles for that game. But um, you know what? That Colts defense is definitely very good. Uh, you take a look at the secondary of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. It's a lot younger. Players like Sean Murphy Bunting are going to have tough tasks in this one. I think I've said it in the past too. I think the timing uh, only comes comes with Foles. Uh, as you give him time, uh, he, he gets more chemistry with the receivers uh, down the road. So I said it, I believe, in the postgame show. I think he needs a little bit more of a sample size before we start criticizing him. Obviously, that comeback versus Atlanta was great. But in his second game, uh, in his first game as starter, he's going up against the number one defense, which was very tough. Uh, I think this Tampa Bay defense is a little bit worse. So they're 19th against the pass in the league, ninth overall. Uh, I do think Foles plays better in this game, and I hope that with all the injuries on Tampa Bay, uh, that we give ourselves a fighting chance to win this one. So, Jalen, I want to pass it back to you, but do you see Nick Foles playing better on Thursday Night Football in his rematch with Tom Brady? I will hope he plays better. You know, like I said before, I'm not really confident in, uh, in Nick Foles yet. You know, it's, it's only been one game, but he, he put up three points at, at a home game. Uh, as this person who's supposed to be Nagy's guy and who's supposed to know the offense, he really didn't show it. Um, against the Colts, so uh, on a short week against Tampa Bay in a game that you know we're doubting in just just because of who we how we've played so far against this Tampa Bay's offense and Tampa Bay's uh, defense. Um, I, I, he needs to have a strong game if we want to even have an opportunity to win. Yeah, I got to go ahead and agree with you. I do think he plays a little bit better in this one, and I also think the defense is going to definitely have to step up against uh, a Buccaneers offense that seems like it's going to be quite hobbled in this one without. They're running back one without their wide receivers two and four. Um, also possibly without their wide receivers one and three. It's going to be a big day for both sides of the ball for the Bears if they want to pull this one out. 
We've got one more question to answer before we close this one off, Jalen. And we were talking about this actually before we started recording this episode. This question comes from Jake Borland underscore. He asks, do you guys think Lamar Miller gets any carries this year? Uh, I believe so. Uh, You know, you take a look at the Bears' schedule. They're going to have about a week and a half off after this game before they head to Carolina to play the Panthers. And that's when I think Lamar Miller will be activated. Obviously, a lot goes into it. Is he still healthy? Is he still able to play? But I think the biggest piece that goes into it is, is does he know the playbook? Uh, you know, he spent some time in the past with uh, Bill Lazor in Miami, had a 1,000-yard season. Uh, he was cut recently by the Patriots, so that might attribute to him possibly not being all it anymore after he tore his ACL with the Texans last year. But you know what? I do think I think uh, I do think uh, that Lamar Miller will get some snaps this season. Uh, I think it's just going to take him a little bit longer to develop the playbook, and I hope he's still in playing shape because uh, he would be a pretty solid and probably the best option for someone to replace Tariq Cohen in Chicago at least for the rest of this season. So I do think Lamar Miller does get some snaps. Uh, I I think it's going to be just a little bit further down the road, hopefully by week six. So Jalen, I want to ask you, final question, uh, do you think Lamar Miller will get some opportunities uh, at the end of this year? Uh, Yeah, we we saw only really one or two running backs active, and that was David Montgomery and Ryan Nall, and Cordell Patterson basically took up Tariq Cohen's snaps, and, you know, that didn't work out. I, I don't have a problem with Cordell being used as a running back, but he's not a power back. You know, on the, on one play, it was like a third and one. We gave the ball to Cordell Patterson. Like, he, he's not he's not a running back for a reason. He doesn't have vision or he doesn't have the power like David does. So sooner or later, I, I'm pretty sure we'll see Lamar Miller come up uh, off the practice squad. Um, I, I wouldn't be surprised if we activate him in the next 10 days. You know, after this game, we don't play until next Sunday which, uh, against the Panthers, which is 10 days from now. So that gives Lamar Miller opportunity to, you know, have longer to learn the playbook, get back into shape and stuff like that. So um, by the end of the year, Lamar Miller will definitely have carries on this team. 100%. I got to go ahead and agree with you, but thank you guys so much for tuning into our fan mail Friday slash Wednesday, uh, our week five installment. Before you guys go, I would like to say whatever platform you're listening on, um, our pregame show will actually come out tomorrow on the day of the game. It's been a little bit of a jumbled week for us, obviously. Uh, things are a little bit off, but our pregame show will come out tomorrow at 12 p.m. Eastern time, 11 a.m. Central time. So you guys will have a couple hours before the game to listen to that. So be sure to look out for that. We're going to have Zach Rimbos joining us for that. So should definitely be an interesting episode. If you want more content from us, you can head over to our website, BearedDown.com. We're posting columns, articles, and blogs every day there, guys. I can't stress it enough. It's definitely worth checking out. If you would like to find the podcast on Instagram and Twitter, do us a favor. Go find us on both platforms, at BearedDown. And finally, you can find the links to me and Jalen's Bears fan pages on Instagram down in the description. Also worth following as well and it provides a direct source to be able to communicate with us. If you guys ever want to tell us anything about how we can improve the podcast, we definitely appreciate your guys' feedback. Jalen McClinton, feels weird to be without Parth. We've recorded with him for about four or five straight weeks, uh, grinding and grinding and grinding. So uh, I'm definitely praying for him, hoping he's okay. But any last words? Oh, like I said, uh, you know, praying out to Parth right now. That, that's one of my best friends, and hopefully he's okay. Uh uh, we still don't know if we're going to live stream yet. So like like we said before, make sure you guys comment if you want to see that uh, for tomorrow's primetime game. Other than that, bear down. Yeah, uh, it's definitely coming up on us here. The Bears will kick off in about 28 hours 
and we are surely not done recording our content yet. So be sure to look out for the pregame show tomorrow, 12 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Central. It's been a pleasure to be your host. Once again, my name is Chris Malpe. Bears fans, as always, do us a favor and stay safe and bear down. Get excited for this Thursday night football game, guys. It should be a good one. We'll see you in the next one. Peace.